welcome to Pet Food Beta, Gamer Escape's Final Fantasy XI podcast, bringing you the biscuit on all things Final Fantasy XI, news, community, and more. My name is Vivi. With me today is... Hello, I'm Roku. And joining us today... I'm Steak. Are you sure? I'm probably you're not. You're not like, you're not chicken? No, I'm not chicken. I'm ready to do this. Every <laughs> <laughs> time I say bad. that, something bad happens. Well, welcome to the show, and thank all three of you guys so much for joining me today uh, for the very first episode of Pet Food Beta. Woo! Okay, we're finally so in what, beta. What? <laughs> yeah, we're in beta. Woo! Link Shook's almost in eight what? years. <laughs> finally in beta. We're ready to go to beta. All right. So, what is what is what is Pet Food Beta? Well, Pet Food Beta it's it's very similar to Pet Food Alpha, but you can equip it twelve levels higher. Uh, it'll cost you about 63 gil more per biscuit. But otherwise, it's, you know, the same thing. Restores a little more HP for your pet. Just no tumbleweed. Ah, uh, I get <laughs> it. It. Uh, it was funny just to other people that aren't in this call. That might be listening. So, who knows? <laughs> pause, right. pause for listener laughter. <laughs> oh, yeah, it says that there. All right. So, so pet food beta is uh, very, it's going to be a lot like pet food alpha. We're covering news, community, and more for Final Fantasy XI. More though, it's like the Beyond in Bed Bath and Beyond. It is. It's the Beyond section of Bed Bath and Beyond. Really, you get, like that. You get that remote from Christopher Walken that lets you like mute your wife. Yeah. You know, like awesome. I, I'm ashamed of myself making <laughs> movie references. I'm already ruining the show. It's it's over. No, no. <laughs> Pet Food Beta is is a new podcast where we talk about Final Fantasy XI, and I think really the one thing that's that's most different is the release schedule. I know Pet Food Alpha, you know, in its heyday was was kicking out episodes every week or every other week. Frequently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this isn't set on a set schedule, but it's going to come out. New episodes will come out either right after a, a major announcement about Final Fantasy XI or right after a patch, which lately has been at least once a month. So, which is you don't awesome. have to wait 10 months between episodes. Yeah. It's been a long time since we've recorded. A long, long time. And I, and I still remember... The last, the last episode we did, it was the seven-year anniversary, episode 300, and we had mm-hmm. messages from the community team, and a lot of them were like, hope to see you guys go on for another year, and, like, <laughs> that was kind of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, this is the this is kind of like the continuation, the continuation. Right? right? Right, so it's like, we're not stopping. I can't sleep at night if it just stops and, you know, nothing ever becomes of it ever again. Well, hopefully it won't be like an Indiana Jones movie that didn't come out that involves aliens. Aliens are real. What? Welcome to Pet Food Beta. <laughs> Go hide in a fridge to avoid the nuclear blast. Yeah, that's right. What? Shia LaBeouf acting like a dude? Oh, okay, I can't say that word. No. <laughs> I caught myself. Caught myself. I had the... Acting like a dude. I had the... Acting the like gawk- a dude. dude. The gawka button ready. Looking, looking like Elvis or something? Yeah. Anyway. So it's been a really long time since we've recorded. So I know you kind of wanted to do a recap, kind of go over what's changed, what's different. Yeah, should we maybe jump into that first? I think that'd be cool. We'll, we'll catch people up on the last ten months. Okay. It was like what June or July? Well, the, yeah, the, the document was last edited. The release. It was released 
on June 30th. Okay. Somebody okay. updated the Wikipedia page on us. Maybe then we can check. Word! It was released. Right? Well, nobody can see when it was that. released, like when the show was posted. Yeah. Well. Stop making things so complicated, Joe. It's what I do. Shush. <laughs> so a lot has happened since then. I, I took a, a quick break from Eleven, honestly, around that time when... I'll, I'll say it. A Realm Reborn came out. We can talk about 14 on this show a little bit. That's fine. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just Don't a little be stepping bit. on my show. I won't. I won't. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's the... So I took a break from 11 and played 14 for a while. And I think I we all did, to yeah, be fair. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people did. I mean, it was <clears> scary for a little while. I, when I would log into 11 now and again, I saw, like, at one point there was, like, 200 people on Quetzalcoatl. Oh, oh yeah, same yeah. thing with the Sura. The was, last time i logged in was actually during the free play weekend that they had and adeline was a ghost town and i was like wow, wow on the free to play weekend like they had the crossover events going on and i was like yeesh yeah it was it was looking pretty grim for a little while Time, times were hard but you know those were the hard times i i kind of got to end game in 14 and then i started to see 11 picking up the pace with updates and adding a lot of content and so I kind of came back and now I'm I'm playing 11 a lot more. Nice. And you know, I guess we'll get into what's happened since then. So since June, let's get into it. System changes. Movement speed across the board has been amazing by 25%. Whoa. So awesome. <laughs> it's so awesome. It makes such a difference. And that also goes for enemies too. So if you're being if you aggro something, they're moving at the same Fast well, they had to. They had to. You know, they had to do that. Obviously, the ratio was still the same. Like it. It just. Right. It's kind of awesome when uh, you have a, a jig going and you have movement speed feet and you're moving at twenty five percent faster than you normally do and you get to make really awesome race car noises when you run across town. Meep meep. We're jet plane. I'm tempted to resub just to do that. <laughs> it's, it's pretty awesome. I, I gotta say. It, it really does make a big difference. Um, yeah. Along those lines, teleports have been added everywhere. So home point crystals have been added, sometimes up to three in an individual zone. And they work sort of like Aetherites do in Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah. So you can warp between them. The The difference between fourteen is that instead of teleporting directly to them, uh, you have to go to one if you want to teleport to another one. Well, I think you oh. have to do that in 14 anyway. No. But, you know, you the initial time through... Well, the initial... You have to unlock yeah. them. Yeah, that's them what you have to do in 11. But after that, you can teleport from anywhere, regardless of if you're at. No, you can do that, too. Like, I can be in Bastok, and I can teleport to the home point in the throne room for, like, a thousand gil. But you have to go to... But you have to go to the home point first. Yeah. I guess that's what I'm saying. Yeah, which is what you have to do before. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So teleports have been added everywhere, and they've been added in strategic locations. So places like where you would go to do a BC fight or Wildkeeper Reeve, places that are generally hard to get to, uh, they've added the home, home point crystals right there. So you can, if you get a party together, you don't have to wait, you know, 30 minutes for somebody to take the boat to somewhere to get is, off. Is there one by the NM entrance in the, the Orsha Weld? Or whatever that's called, the forest. Yes, there is. Yep. Beautiful. Yep. Already the best thing they've ever done. It's it's really, really nice. Forest. <laughs> Pain in the butt to get through. They've added another 80 storage. It's called the Mog Case. 
and there's no quest you have to do to unlock it or anything like that. If you start today as a new character, you immediately have an 80 storage mog case. You still have to do the gobby bag quests and all that, but... Um, Isn't that the one that you have to pay or something to... Or is that the mog? That's the sack or the satchel. No, yeah, is, exactly. is okay. that 80 is that 80 are those 80 slots influenced by the gabby bag quest because i know before nope. no it's nope. just 80 no, ma- no matter what you have nice yep. if you start a brand new character you immediately That's have a, awesome. an 80 80 slot case do you guys right. remember the struggle from way I before i do from way way before before there was a satchel before there was <laughs> like, a sack when all you had was your inventory and your mog house? I, I remember when I got my security <laughs> token, man. I went on BG and I'm like, hey guys, look at this. Extra inventory. Because I'd, I'd, I'd won one of the contests that the premiere sites had done. And so I got mine a little early. And I'm like, look at this. And it was like my inventory screen. And then the <laughs> second one, and all I had was like a Yaguno feather in it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the loud noise. Uh, Randell earring just dropped and I'm extraordinarily happy. Nice. Nice. Grabs. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I remember holding off on getting the the sack because I didn't have enough, gi- or I didn't want to spend the gill because you have to buy it originally from the Moogle, I think. Yeah, I think it was like um, <laughs> it's like ten k or something. Yeah, I think it was ten k. How did you not have ten k? And then and then he gives you like free teleport scrolls. Yeah, it's free. Right? Yeah. Like was like, that was the best Moogle ever. I started, I started playing at a weird time. I started playing right after Abyssia came out. And so I didn't know anyone. So 10k oh, wow. was a lot of money, you know. Yeah. yeah. Back in my day. <laughs> going on like the cool Moogle note, I will say that he is much nicer than the Moogle in my mock house, which is creepy. It's like, hey, I was sleeping in our bed, and I had this great idea. You should totally get this piece of furniture and get another bed so we can sleep next to each other. <laughs> what? And then we can Have put the beds done? together. Yeah, I know. If you do some of the Moogle quests for... um. I think it's uh, making your mog safe bigger. Is that yeah? Mog, that's the thing, right? Mog safe bigger. Yes. Mog safe. Yeah, yep, yeah. Right. So yeah, so if you uh, to make your mog safe bigger, you have to get like different size bed things. And the quest, it's like, hey, so I was sleeping in our bed, and you don't really sort of pause, like just sort of be like, wait, our bed? You were sleeping in our bed? You were sleeping <laughs> in my bed. You were sleeping in my bed? Yeah, it, it, it just it's wrong like, with you? Yeah, it, it's quite. So I was watching you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently our Moogle is Mexican now, yay. But yeah, he's a he's kind of a creeper. Just like his daddy. Hmm. <laughs> I like that we've gone down like two of the like this twenty show bullet is points going here. <laughs> now it really is the heir apparent to Pet Food Alpha, tangents galore. Well, yeah. Alright. Yeah. Back on track. Right. Uh check parameter command. Uh this was just added, I think if not last update, update before, where you can do check param on yourself. Because, like, people had been asking in the forums. For like, the, oh, the hidden stats, right? Yeah, we, yeah, like, people wanted to see their accuracy, their range accuracy, you know, their main attack versus their, their offhand attack. And so kind of like a meet-in-the-middle thing the dev team did was they're like, well, it would take a lot of work to add it to the user interface. Here's this command, and you can see it, and it just shows up in the chat log. But it's, it's really helpful. Well, yeah, because yeah. a lot of the, a lot of those stats are like really important. You want to like see like what what is changing. So what I like most about it is that you can use it on pets also. So you can mm. be like, hey, check param pet, and be like, oh, Carbuncle, you've got really attack. Let's check feather. Oops, sorry. Um, 
for you looking <laughs> center, and it's wow, your attack is quite awesome. So yay for that. I got. I told you, you got to be careful with the Galka sound. You got to have it ready. <laughs> I shouldn't yeah, have even. I shouldn't have even mentioned that I had it in the first it's place. It's the power of suggestion. To, you need to have. You need to have your finger on that timestamp, buddy. Yeah. I'm telling oh. you. Oh. But uh, yeah, it's really nice for pets because you can. We we're actually for the first time able to assess how intensely uh, Avatar's favor nerfs our pets. It's like wow, this is a really, really sort of. <laughs> bad ability to be using, even though it, you know, is kind of beneficial if you can get, I think it's like a 12% double attack bonus if you use uh, Ifrit, which mm. is quite nice. So you can be like, is it worth it or not? And it makes you kind of think about choices a little uh, bit better. Yeah. Enmity adjustments. I think this happened twice since the last episode. Um, I think. Did and it? Yeah, I think it did. Because there was one recently and then there was one like a few months back. And I won't go into the, the details of it, you know, because uh, I... Honestly, I don't know them off the top of my head, but uh, what I have noticed is that there has been, in a nutshell, uh, paladins can actually hold hate a lot better, and rune fencers can hold hate better than any other job in the game, in my experience. Oh yeah, by far. I've got a buddy of mine who uh, is normally our paladin, but uh, he leveled rune fencer recently, and it just, it's impossible pull hate off of him, whereas his paladin, it's struggling because he doesn't have um, a 119 weapon just yet. But his rune fencer, I think it's using uh, whatever the um, record of eminence weapon is. Mm-hmm. And even then, just by uh, his abilities and stuff, it, it absolutely destroys anybody else in holding hate. Uh, assuming that the rune fencer can stay alive. <laughs> yeah, that. but um, I could sort of see that. Yeah, I don't know. It, it like it really depends on like the person themselves. But if you they've got a decent fast cast set and you know sub ninja and stuff, that just they're eating through Shihei, but they take very little damage from my experience of healing. Yeah, so. no, I've definitely noticed, especially in like big open content like Wildskeeper Reeves, um, the tanks are actually tanking now. Whereas before, when that content came out, it was just a mess uh, in a lot yeah. of cases. Still, uh, still, I have noticed though a lot of times monks specifically, and I hate monks. Like, I, I they're a great DD job, but I just hate them as a job itself because they're the bane of my existence as a healer. They're giant HP pools with zero defense, and they always end up capping their hate somehow. Yeah. And hey, you know when they cap hate, like the mob starts spinning in a circle and attacking them, and they don't lose hate because they never stop attacking, and it's very, very irritating. So. Yep. Yeah. Magic adjustments. This, I noticed, was pretty big change. Uh, we won't go into all the details, but it. what basically happened was, in general, a, a smaller cost per spell, lower cast time for lower tier spells, and greater damage boost from ants across the board. Awesome. Um, sort of. What it did was um, it made uh, spells of certain elements cost less. Uh, more specifically, so uh, stone spells were more efficient than thunder spells. Right. So, like, I think stone four is like five MP or four MP or whatever, and then thunder, or not four, uh, stone four, excuse me, uh, stone one, and then thunder is doing more MP for stuff. Okay, and so they kind of made it. It makes that makes sense. That, yeah. What I've noticed, and I don't play a whole lot of mage jobs, but when I do, I've noticed that there's now a reason to cast like a T1 or a T2 nuke, whereas before, the only reason you would do that was to proc something. But now, it's sort of like 
the melee equivalent of magic spells. So you can be casting like a stone one on like a level 99 mob and do like 200, 300 damage. Oh, it's way more than that. It, depending on um, your gear set and stuff, you can do upwards of like seven and 800. Most of the time, if it's just a trash mob, yeah. I've on my scholar, I've gotten like uh, 11 to 1400. And Crazy. my tier f- uh, my tier fours and tier fives do maybe like uh, 2k or so. But when you're considering, you know, huh, I'm casting spells and pretty much my MP is staying static and not going below whatever it is. Right. It just, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. That and you don't have to um, swap into, like, if you're a scholar, for example, swap into Addendum Black to cast uh, tier one spells. So it's a lot uh, less resource intensive. Mm-hmm. So it's quite awesome. And it's, it's again, I'm, I'm going to keep saying this, uh, so I apologize in advance, but it is similar to how like Black Mage works in Final Fantasy XIV, where they're not sitting there casting with this long cast time all the time to do a big nuke. They're casting quick spells a lot of the time to do more consistent damage over time. Yeah, well, which I think you know, I definitely think helped the job out. The big thing, too, to consider is, and I know this, this comment was made earlier about how you know, as soon as 14 came out, how everything kind of picked up a lot for 11. Well, that's because Matsui could be on the game full time now. Right. Um, and we have all these battle adjustments because he was battle for 14. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, he took a lot of the stuff that he learned from there, both from battle and just system stuff in general. Like, you know, we have like the home point stuff now. Um, and he's, they're, you know, modernizing 11 more so than they have been in the past. Yes. Yeah. Which is, which is nice. Yeah. Along with system changes, nerfs to three-person limit on old content. Something they said, I think, a year ago, they said they would never do. They've done. Um, they removed the three-person limit on Meebleboros, Salvage, and Assaults. So. See, I wouldn't really call that a nerf. Because nerf has this like massive negative connotation. It's kind of awesome. That's that's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like there are very few instances in the game where I can go and solo, you know for like an hour or so and make a million gil. They've lifted the requirement. <laughs> yes, there you old go. content. Because <laughs> it is still the same level of difficulty, maybe even greater difficulty with one person, but they've removed restrictions that inhibited people from doing old content. Yeah. It's actually quite nice, because uh, with Salvage especially, because now there is potential that people could theoretically solo their own mythics. Yep. And Have they are. loosened requirements for mythics yet? Nope. Well, <laughs> well they, yes. Uh, they're yes. easier now, I would say. The, the requirements are technically still the same, but there's more Alexandrite in the economy because more people can do it solo. Mm. And also, they lowered the, uh, the Beast King's respawn time. From like 10 days to uh, once every 24 hours. Yeah. Something like that. Which I think was one of the big bottlenecks. That's a big thing. That's still a long time, though. Yeah, well, it is. That, yeah. by today's standards. Well, I think they also um, they had something to do with them dying in uh, besiege. So if they were killed in besiege, they wouldn't spawn elsewhere because that would reset their timer again. Right. And I think that aside from um, like the COP worms, they were the only uh, monsters that were still on that old system. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Any changes? Welcome to that. Empyrean weapon skills can now be unlocked to be used with non-Empyrean weapons. Um, via the, if you have an Empyrean at level 90, there's a, a very short quest you can do. Or if you have one of the original Walk of Echoes weapons, you get that to 99 and you can do it. And they also added a new fast path Walk of Echoes weapon that you can make that instead of camping 
NMs, you just have to use a lot of like the Walk of Echoes currency to do it. Mm. Um, so you can get your Empyrean weapon skills, of course, without Aftermath, unless you're using an actual Empyrean. Yeah, side note, though, there is actually a Void Watch requirement that you need to fulfill. So uh, I think it's you need to beat like one of the city paths before you can actually finish the quest. A friend of mine found that out the hard way. Yeah, that's they've been that's good. pretty easy, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's it for system changes. Awesome. For, um, I guess, miscellaneous things, well, I'll just kind of run through these quickly. There's new Seekers of Adelin zones. Since the last episode of Pet Food Alpha, they've added the library. They've added Yorshia Weald. Um, I'm going to mispronounce all of these. Uh, Mariami Ravine. Doe Gates. Doe! <laughs> I've been waiting for that one, sorry. Khmer <laughs> uh, Drifts. Uh, Mo Gates and more problems and uh, <laughs> and Outer Rakhaznar, maybe I don't know. Yeah, that works. So those are all well, except for the library. Those are all normal zones. The gate, the two gate zones, and Rakhaznar are dungeon style zones. And I think that probably Raz. I'm just gonna call it Raz <laughs> or Rakaz. I can't pronounce that word. Or maracas. 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 Um, that zone <laughs> is, uh, I don't think it's finished. I think there's parts of it that you can't access yet. Well, uh, if there's an outer, there probably is an inner. Yeah, and there's this big elevator in the middle, and it's real creepy and dark and scary. Yeah. So I'm interested to see like um, my what's next for that. Yeah, hearing about that, um, I almost got the impression that that's kind of like the end zone. Mm-hmm. for Seekers. Um, I haven't caught up in the missions yet, so I have no chance of spoiling stuff, but it kind of looks <laughs> familiar to uh, some other areas in uh, the game that are already sort of here. It also like, looks familiar from some other games in the Final Fantasy series. That's all I'll yeah, say about that. Yeah, it does. It really does. But and it has Dulahans in it because Final Fantasy fourteen. Because of reasons. Yes. They're taking the mobs out of 14 for once instead of <laughs> taking them out of 11. Ah! Uh, yeah. They've also added more interesting um, Seekers of Adeline missions. I would hope they'd be interesting, otherwise it's a failed expansion. The, honestly, and I won't, I'll keep it spoiler-free because I know a lot of people haven't caught up yet, but um, yeah. it, the story is getting very, very good. It's, it's not Otter Gone good, and it's not quite like wings of the goddess epic yet but it is very good and very compelling especially to where they leave off right now if i'm if i'm right um i think it so far has like more missions than uh like uh most than wings of the goddess itself it's only like chapter three or something right now Mm-hmm. I don't know. Wings yeah. had a lot of missions. Wings but. has like also, fifty or so. It also had a wing, lot of side quests. Was Wings longer than COP in the end? No, no way. No, COP seemed like it. I think COP was longest, ever. and then because uh, that had the chapter system, and this one has the chapter system too. So mm-hmm. I think uh, Wings just felt like a long time because they also had the nation quests involved with it too. Right. They also, and again, keeping it spoiler-free, they allude to some things that have been talked about in other expansions. I'll leave it at that. Um, huh. It's oh, it's very interesting. Which expansions? If you want to type it out, so that way it doesn't sort of spoil the show, and that way it sort of motivates me to go and do missions, so I can <laughs> maybe taunt people more the other week. I'll I'll type it maybe. out later. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Settle down, Joe. Settle down. No. Joe. Joe. 
I like having motivation. Gosh. Anyway, it, they're they're very cool. Um, Runefencer and Geomancer got their artifact armor and their relic equivalent armor, and the uh, the relic it they ended up not going with actual relic stuff. So you don't do, you don't get their stuff from Dynamis. Um, you get it through a separate quest altogether, and I completely understand why they did that for lore reasons. Um, yeah, because I mean you could. If you do the Rune Fencer AF quests, you could make the argument for them being in Dynamis, maybe, <laughs> but definitely not Geomancer. So I'm glad yeah, that the, they the coloring considered. on that thing was just. I remember salmon. when they released the yeah. images. It's yeah. like oh, it's like like a salmon like color. <laughs> salmon color. It's like, pretty bad. Uh, the Geomancer relic looks freaking awesome though. So. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yay for that. Except for the hat, but that's another. The hat is amazing. You can check your tits. But like, I'm I'm a Taru, so people always make jokes about like, oh, good, now we can put our drinks on something. Eh, wah, wah. It's like, <laughs> I just bite their ankles. Yorshia <laughs> and Rakaznar. Rakaznar. I'm just gonna say it over and over again. Um, those got new skirmishes, and up until the latest installment of them. Skirmish has always been like laughably easy, I think, for even casual players. Yeah. Um, but this latest installment is actually pretty challenging, I think, for everybody. Yeah, I'd agree. I definitely agree. We, we've been having some trouble with it because uh, we've had a lot of people that were coming back, and so their gear is just uh, some of the record of eminence stuff, or yeah. isn't like completely uh, like uh, upgraded from Skirmish Two yet, and it's a little bit irritating because it's like, hey. I'm just going to sit here and feed a bunch of TP to the mob because I'm not hitting for as much as I should, and stuff just doesn't end well. Yeah, and I, I would like to talk real quick about Rakaznar, kind of the um, the way that that skirmish is structured is it's a maze, it's like a labyrinth, and there are sort of trash mobs hidden throughout, and then there's also kind of like a boss in different... I mean, not really a boss, but like an NM in the different areas so it's this mixture of kind of ex- exploration and then like just kind of fighting regular mobs and then you have nms that you have to deal with and then it's the same deal where you have to get a certain amount of points to meet your first or second objective to get the rewards you want it's like a nice combination of skirmish one and skirmish two yeah because you've got the nms and the exploration and stuff of uh skirmish one and then the uh number of uh mobs they have to kill from skirmish two yep so and then, this is a big one, big system change. Um, the Records of Eminence system. So nice. It's so nice. one of the best things that they've added, I think, in a long time. It is, uh, for all of you people that play Final Fantasy XIV, the challenge logs that were just added, or I guess sort of like the leaves as well. Basically, the way that this works is there are a bunch of objectives, and you can set up to 15 of them at a time. And they're things like obtain fire crystals, 10 of them. Or, you know, uh, defeat 200 mobs or, you know, whatever. Uh, There's zone-related, there's crafting-related, fishing-related. And whenever you meet that objective, you get experience points. If it's the first time doing it, you might get a unique reward. And then you also get a new kind of currency that you can spend on all sorts of stuff. It's really, really great. I've noticed it gives more of an incentive to do things that normally would be like, eh. Like, uh, there was a returning player in our link shell that came back a couple of weeks ago, and he was out in the dunes leveling by himself. 
I was like, oh yeah. man, oh, I need limit points. I'll come out there with you. And once we set, you know, that plus oh. the fields of Val- Valor, and then there's actually a Records of Eminence objective for level sync. All of a sudden, I'm getting like 30, 40k an hour in the dunes. <laughs> like, yeah, dang. It, 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 it's kind of insanely nice. Uh, one of my fr- friend's brothers just recently started playing. And so, you know. We kind of, whenever a new person comes that's never played the game before, we always try to sort of um, haze them, for lack of a better term. So we'll go and try to relive our sort of miserable experiences, air quote, uh, that made the game what it was. Awesome. So we took them to a Dunes party, and to give you an idea, we went from, I think it was like 1 to 55 or 60 in a day by doing old-fashioned parties Mm -hmm. from Dunes to Quiffum, or Quiffum rather, uh to the jungles and then we did desert and quicksands and it was insane how fast we leveled and And a lot of it was because of the records of eminence stuff because every time if you've got five people in a party with signet on you know five crystals are going to drop and then that's half of an objective for the crystals every time you beat a crystal objective thousand dxp it's insane yeah do, do those like i know um they used to have you know the Abyssia parties where you have to keep running back and forth to the book. Is that still like a thing with Records of Eminem? Oh no, no. The best part about them is that you can get them directly from your menu. Oh, from nice. Under, under the quest menu. Oh, that's how nice. you do it. Yep. Yeah, and they auto renew, and it's mm. quite glorious. It's it's really. You have awful. to be like book. Wait, book. And the yeah. and the book pages, while they still exist, those auto renew now too. So nice. Yeah. Even even with the rewards. With the uh, well, the because you always get the they, XP. Yeah, you always get the XP rewards, but then I think it's once every in-game day you get like the gill on the tab bonus for, for the pages. Cause, well, because I remember the in Abyssia, because you'd run back and then you'd have a chance at getting like a seal or something. Oh right, um, right? and those, they said they they couldn't uh, renew it because of that. Those don't auto renew, but I don't think a whole lot of people are yeah. XPing in Abyssia yeah. anymore. Yeah, right. like it's very rare that you see somebody in Abyssia anymore. Uh, like there's usually like one EXP alliance that just kind of is always there, but most people like nobody's like AFK doing anything. Strangely anymore. enough, it's yeah. the it's the XP alliance that's left over from three it months probably, ago. It just yeah. keeps going. It probably <laughs> is to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, monstrosity. I know. I think it was just coming out when the last PFA episode was. Yeah, so it's a thing. Some people do it. It's not hugely popular, but they did add pvp to it and it's all sorts of broken <laughs> i'll just say <laughs> it monstrosity itself i think is extremely well designed so I'm, I'm hopeful that they continue with it because when you're playing as the monster it's a system that works really 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 well but pvp the monsters are just completely overpowered and you there's no uncapped zones yet and so you have to be like under level 90 and it's just there's no incentive for people to do it as adventurers as opposed to monsters. It's kind of hilarious, though, because you've got these giant battles between, like, Behemoth and Sandworm or <laughs> stuff, and it's quite funny. And yeah. I, sadly, there have no, been no, like, AMVs of, like, the Pokemon theme song yet, and I'm still <laughs> hoping that'll happen at some point, so. <laughs> so, stay tuned for Monstrosity. I, I hope that they continue to work on it. It seems like they have consistently in little yeah. bits. Um, have you messed around with it at all? I've messed around with it a ton. I have um, a level 99 behemoth. <laughs> oh. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I but, played with monstrosity a little bit before I quit. So can you cast Meteor as the behemoth or no? As the behemoth, Meteor is a ability. But, 
Oh my god, that's awesome. As a black mage <laughs> job, any monster that's a black mage job at level 99, you get to cast Meteor as a spell, and it's it's not the version that adventurers cast. It's oh, the it's version, a good version. It's the one okay. that shakes the ground. And <laughs> oh, that's know. amazing. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. New one-hour abilities were added. They're available at level 99, and there's no quest to unlock them. You just have them. I think that you actually get them before 99, like at 96 or something after that Maybe last Maybe it is 96. Out. Yeah. And a lot of them are pretty good. Uh, there's a couple that are useless. Poor Thief. <laughs> yeah, poor Thief. But they're there. They're cool. They're awesome. And check them out. Yeah. And rounding up the stuff, and I know, uh, Joe, you wanted to talk about this a little bit. Don't, don't let Joe talk about any of it. <laughs> no, no, this, this is kind of valid, because as soon All as right. I mention it, Fusion will have a rant built up. Yep. Just, like, keep, just, magically just keep the finger on the Uria button. <laughs> oh, it's ready. Okay, uh, so they implemented a new system in this past update. Last update, something like that. called Job Points. Now, initially, this sounded great. It's like, oh my god, it's an expansion of the merit system. It's what we've been asking for. I read about that and I just reading about it, I'm like, this is stupid. And I thought right. the same thing when they introduced the Archangel battlefields. Actually, those are quite awesome. But uh, well, not not how you get into them. I I actually really like that. <laughs> but moving on. Um, so what these are? They're you will start if you fight a monster over. I think it's level one oh nine, something like that. If you fight a monster that's over level one hundred and nine, you get in addition to exp and limit points, uh, you get these things called capacity points. Now it takes thirty thousand capacity points to get one job point. That's okay. The thing is, though, is that at the rate at which you gain capacity points, it comes out being like, you know, every thirty thousand limit points you get, you get one capacity point. Capacity points aren't the same as the XP or the the um the the limit points that you're getting. You, yeah, so you might they're be... not affected by Corsair's role. Not affected you can't get them in Abyssia. Uh you they're not affected by the rings or anything like a signet bonus or Ionis bonus or any of the, or any of that. So it's quite frustrating because it's one of those things that you can't grind because if you were to cap some of these, it would be quite awesome, like ability-wise. Uh, taking, a, like I think Warrior, for example, like it increases the duration of Mighty Strikes if you max out one of the categories. Hmm. And uh, you can't really grind like it out. A sig- by like a significant amount? By a significant amount. Like um, I can't really look at the Warrior ones because you can only look at ones that you have uh, for jobs that are at 99. But on a Scholar, for example, uh, there's one where... You can augment uh, Tabla Rasa, which is the two-hour, where you can recover MP when uh, Tabla Rasa is activated, and uh, each upgrade to it uh, increases the amount of MP recovered by 2%. So if you Without Umbrava up, necessarily, too. Yeah, so if you, say, max it out, it's like, hey, you get 20% of your MP back as soon as you use your two-hour. And it's the same thing for Benediction, same thing for a couple other abilities. Huh. Or for Blue Mage, where it's like, hey, here, get more Blue Mage spell points. And that's always quite nice. Huh. And so a lot of them, they're things that would significantly change how the job is played. Or not necessarily how it's played, but just how it's... Uh, the useful, like, usefulness. Yes. Of, yeah. the yeah. usefulness I, of certain abilities. Granted, some of them are kind of 
crap like any of the circle abilities now you get like a special defense bonus but uh yeah <laughs> lol circle abilities <laughs> ah no stop it stop it yeah this but, card it's is over it, 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 it's pretty bad uh but no just gaining the points itself it's there's no point to really try and go out and get them on your own you can't on your own i don't th- i mean yeah. in any reasonable <laughs> amount of time yeah, you probably could if you had, you know, like a mule that was healing you and you could fight the level 120 whatever mobs. Well, you can't do all those. I've tried. <laughs> yeah. We actually, uh, my Link Shell got together like a, an old school six person party to go to, to I think it's Mogates. Um, and we actually needed a paladin, a bard, because nobody could hit the, the mobs since they, they increased their levels. Um, we needed, uh, you know, DDs, just we, like a, an actual six-person, well-structured party. And we maybe all got one job point at the end of like a two-hour session. It was ridiculous. Yeah. So, but fun. I think they had, yeah, I think they had mentioned that, that they were going to adjust it, quote-unquote, which, uh, like in this next update on Tuesday? Yeah. So, we could see something that might make it not. But, uh... Yeah, just it, it it needs to be affected by EXP bands, or at least match how many limit points you get yep. outside of stuff. Yep. So that's so. that's job points. One other thing that they added. This is actually one of the reasons I, I came back and started playing. Is your old artifact armor? Another thing that they said that they would never update. They updated. Um, it's so nice. It's, it's so nice. It's really really cool. So your AF one and your relic now you can upgrade. They call it reforging. And then they become eye level uh, 109, and then you can upgrade them further. You basically plus one them to become item level 119. And a lot of them inherit the same, I guess, idea of the original, but it's for current content. So, like, they still enhance a lot of the same abilities, um, but the stats are, like, way, 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 way boosted. It's like, the stat vomit. Yeah. And sometimes percentage based. So, like, I think there's a rune fencer piece that has like fast cast plus six percent on it. Not fast cast plus six. It's six percent. That's how fast cast is normally calculated, though. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Learn but, um, something new every day. Yeah. Yep. But uh, for example, like all mage bodies have a uh, refresh effect on it, which is uh, two a tick refresh. Wow. So that's quite nice. Or uh, you get something like the uh, the Blue Mage body, which I'm looking at right now because it's in front of me. Um, you like the enhanced uh, stat vomit on it uh, makes it relevant again. Uh, before uh, the eye level stuff came out, it was you know a pretty good piece because it had the blue magic skill on it. But now it's got 20 strength and 23 decks and all that stuff. So it's quite nice that you're able to actually look like a Blue Mage again instead of somebody walking around wearing you know level 12 armor. That that so. reminds me of something else. It's kind of um, one of my favorite things that they added, which is the lock style command. <laughs> oh yeah, that's awesome. They added a van. It's rudimentary, but it's a vanity system. So now, and it's also kind of an implementation of something that people would already use. That's not part of the official client. It's Are we all- talking about Fight Club on this podcast or no? No, no. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Ah. But it is essentially when you zone. You can put on whatever gear you want, and in my case, I, you know, I like to wear. Um, I feel most comfortable in subligar and a goblin coif, uh, and you know the uh, the summer vest 
bathing suit attire. Yeah. And then I'll hit the lock style command, and then I can change into my actual gear for the job, but it maintains the appearance of that. So when you're... Oh, cat- that's neat. So, you so can basically, s- basically what happened is Final Fantasy XI got the challenge log in Vanity before fourteen did. Yeah. Uh, yes. Well, the best part about it, honestly, is... Um, Tanks can use it, so they don't blink anymore. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is amazing for healers. And that was technically the quote-unquote real reason they put it in, but it probably was just to beat fourteen. I'd be like, "Hey, <laughs> we did it before you guys. Suck less." The only the only caveat is it doesn't help bards because when you change your weapon or any weapon, um, mm-hmm. it unlocks that effect. So if you're changing instruments or whatever, right now there's there's no like magic keyboard that a bard can pull out, you know, and just play the sound of a harp. So. <laughs> Bards will always blink. But sorry, I found that way too funny. <laughs> well, I'm glad I, that somebody does. Yeah, I'll be the only person that laughs at that. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Yay, electricity in a Final Fantasy game. What? Thunderbolt? Lightning crystals. What? <laughs> Actually, they do have batteries in the game now that I think about it. Because, you know, they get do. To, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah, so lock style. They added okay. Are you, is everybody sitting down? Stay, uh, stay. I'm sitting down. Fusion X. Yep, Should we put yep. a bucket under our seats? Maybe. Okay. Summoners can now summon Kate Sith. Yes, it finally happened. This past update, <laughs> it finally, finally oh, freaking God. happened. Yeah. He said freaking. Yeah, I did. I'm I'm I am not UDIing my moment the, of triumph. The funniest thing I thought about this is this is after they introduced the trust system. And yeah, they're yeah. like, we don't have the resources right now to add the quests and the animations to add Kate Sith, but then there's like here's all these trust guys that you can now summon. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait just a <laughs> gosh darn minute. To in their defense. I think a lot of those animations already existed from like the um, that special what was it heroines holdfast event. Yeah. Well, for some of them, but the thing is this, and this is my main qualm with it. So you've got Kate Sith, right? Like in every BC in the Wings of the Goddess missions, and I know this because I just finished them. Um, where Kate you just might finished be, Wings of the Goddess. I needed eye level gear to solo the final mission stuff for Wendy, because whatever. You know what? You go play your 14 and stuff. Enjoy your okay. new button. <laughs> Fusion checked out. Yeah. Thanks for coming. But, uh, <laughs> but like, Bye, the thing Fusion. is, is that, so it's just, it's a regular model. No glowy, no weird sort of, like, jaggedy outline of it. So they put in a new model for Kate Sith, and they gave it the avatar aura, and so now it looks like and it looks fine before, and now it's yeah. it's like, oh, it's an avatar. It has to have this magical That's not aura. How it around. looked when they showed us the preview of it three years yeah. ago. No, <laughs> it looks nothing like it, and it just it's <laughs> and it, it kind of changed its abilities too, because now it's more like Phoenix, because um, some two of its blood packed wards are uh, ray or raise two and re raise two, which is pretty awesome. And you can cast them on other party members, which is nice. yeah, and it's actually cheaper than the white mages, which is really nice. But uh, yeah, it just it it's interesting, and I'm frustrated by it. But it's there, and I finally have it. So you know, and it makes an extremely annoying sound when you summon it. It does. Like it's awful. Like a monk hundred fisting dual wielding Moogle clubs annoying sound. Yes, it's yeah. really bad. Yeah. 
But it's there, and it has some limited usefulness. And they, I think they already said that. It doesn't have abilities past 75, so it's not done yet. It's a work in progress. But Yeah. Um, so I mean, we, so we figured we'd give it to you. You guys have been waiting about yeah. four and a half years. Yeah. And it, then still waiting for a Thomas. It does have its limited <laughs> usefulness already. Uh, I know some people will bring a summoner as just just in case for like the divine might hard mode in case like a ranger party wipes the summoner can come in you know use their one hour and then do aoe arise so that's pretty cool yeah and if they're you know alive during it too it just gives them re-raise three which is really nice yeah and what's um also really nice about it too is that it is just like a regular uh astral flow ability so it's like the other pets where it just takes a portion of your mp and doesn't take all of it so you could technically do that on three different parties if you swapped around fast enough yeah so there's that woohoo yeah let's see what there's so much stuff i feel like uh, we're just gonna have to leave out some of it yeah but um are we trying to have a time limit on this i'm assuming so yes well, twenty you know, minutes I ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to go. Um, you know, yeah. four hours. Uh, fishing update next was uh, they updated it. Nothing really changed much. They had new icons, and if you're above the level of the fish, it now auto depletes. Yay, that's done. And there's a new user interface for it. Yeah, which looks nice. And the the frame rate's gone. You know, the yeah. fifteen frames a second or whatever. Yeah. Um, trust magic we kind of talked about that uh, already I think a lot of people already know what that is I don't think we really need to go into detail over it nope and then and then the relic mythic and empyrean weapons <laughs> oh yeah those are uh, 119 now if yep. you uh, do a quest so yeah so, yay relevance I think that's all of the, the uh, bullet points yeah that sounds right to me so what do you guys think? Um, Steak, uh, Fusion, I know you guys haven't been playing a whole lot, or if at all. You know what? I, I'm like, <laughs> I feel kind of overwhelmed by all the changes that have happened since I last played. Yeah. Like, it's been like it's been a while. I had no idea how much was actually going on. It, it's, it, that, this is, it's nuts. This is nuts! Yeah. It was, a, it was kind of a shock for uh, when a couple of my friends came back to the game, too, uh, when 14 was between updates. And they're like, wow, this is really different now. It feels like it's fun again. Like, it, it sort of felt like that for a while. Uh, I think it was when uh, people were on different teams before everything sort of got all situated back to, I guess, quote-unquote normal when stuff was being re-released, that uh, players would sort of be discouraged from innovation in Eleven, And I think that now it's more... Uh, a little bit more open for the players to explore what like gearing options they have or what sort of uh, job combinations they can do uh, and it just feels more fun i would say yeah i think i mean in general my my feeling on it is that they've thankfully they've gotten rid of like the very very narrow like you have to have a derg for this proc for this piece of content and you have to have um a puppet master well you never need a puppet master oh, oh, oh. <laughs> pups do kind of cray cray banana damage though no but you I'm gotta saying, admit well, yeah that's kind of what i'm saying is like now i feel like there's this trend where it's like okay you just need a well-rounded party you don't need specific jobs anymore you need a healer a tank support and damage dealers and that could be any combination of those for a lot of yeah. things Unfortunately, a lot of times player bases will be like, oh, just you know, throw three monks, a scholar, a white mage, and a bard at it, and you can beat it. So that's a little bit discouraging. Yeah, but um, uh, at the same time, they've also, for a lot of these higher tier battlefields, they've made adjustable difficulty levels. So 
Yeah. I like the direction the game is going. It's definitely a different game now than it was a year ago. It's completely different from where it was, like, you know, five years ago, even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Last time I played, the game was um, all Abyssia all the time. It's like, okay, go back, switch to Monk. Okay, switch back to Bard. Let's go do this. Yeah, this is less so. I think um, now, especially, it's a lot more solo friendly. It feels a little bit more like. Um, They're modernizing yeah. the game. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a modernized MMO, but it feels like EverQuest and not WoW. What's well, and and that's I think in part it's due to the the core of the game. There's only so much that they can change. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, no, I meant that as like a good thing because mm-hmm. I vehemently loathe. Uh, games that just sort of follow the same sort of, you know, 12-box interface and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But no, it's all, all good stuff. Like, I can't think of anything that they've done. Oh, um, side note of what they did, they actually re-added skill-ups back into campaign. Yeah. And Reeves. Yeah. 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 And Reeves. Yeah, so they re-added that back in, which is like, oh my god, it's a massive step in the right direction. Yay. That's I, awesome. Yeah, because I remember when they had happened, because there was like a... Um, something where uh, somebody had asked at some sort of fan fest or whatever. It's like, hey, so there seems to be a problem with getting, you know, skill-ups in campaign because, you know, they don't seem to happen as often as they do outside L. And then somebody had responded with, oh, you know, we'll fix that. And then they just got rid of skill-ups in campaign. Mm-hmm. So, right. there's that, which is kind of cool. So, yeah. Yeah. Anything else awesome that happened that you can think of? Uh, man, the, you know, I think you said it the best. It's, the game is fun again. Uh, yeah, that's really the bottom line with all the all of these tweaks, changes, adjustments, whatever. Um, I feel like there's now a built-in reason to do really any content because of things like records of eminence. You know, almost anything that you do, you can get some points that can go towards, you know, the items that you need to upgrade your reforged AF. You know, you can progress through that stuff by doing a level sync party in the dunes or by sitting in your mock house crafting, although it'll be slow. Yeah, you know, I think they because they've really, I think they've taken a step back, and you know, SE has has looked and said this game is just huge. You know, right. we, we need right. to let people do the old stuff, continue to make the new stuff challenging, but also give people a reason to go back and do the old stuff if they want to. Could right. you have imagined uh, back? during like NA release or like shortly after NA release how complicated how complex this game could have potentially become <laughs> with all this I, stuff that's in it now I think because it was sort of modeled after the sort of EverQuest really long kind of grind model um, initially that like if you look at where some other games are now like just in sort of their longevity and stuff like I think aside from two or three other games, uh, Final Fantasy XI's been out there for, I think, the longest time. Like, its player base hasn't been the most stable, but the content that they've released sort of, like, in the long run, it's just, it's so incredibly vast. Like, I could go and log in and do, like, you know, one of 40 different events, and to some degree, they'll all end up leading up to something that will still be relevant to today. So... That's the, I remember I, taking a quick short break from Final Fantasy XI to play City of Heroes when it first came out. Oh, I God. remember that break. And uh, <laughs> at, the t- at the time, WoW was still in development. It hadn't even been released yet. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. The, it's, been a long, it's been a long time, gentlemen. It's, <laughs> it's yes. coming up. I think in five or six weeks, it's coming up on 12 yeah. years. 
Yeah. Incidentally, how old is the baby in the drawer now? Uh, he is six years old. Wow. No, no he's seven years old. Wow. I remember seven years of that episode. Jeez. I started playing Final Fantasy XI when my daughter was uh, ten months old, and she wow. is going to be eleven. <laughs> wow. So think about yeah. that. And we're still talking about the game. I yeah. know. Well, and it's so much more complex than it was back then. I mean, back then it was like, here are the six jobs you can choose from, and then you can pick <laughs> from one of the advanced jobs, and yeah. then you had the story mission that went up to, like, level 50. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the one <laughs> thing that I would like for them to implement in the future, though, would be uh, make it so you can go back and just redo all of the missions in order and watch the cutscenes as an adventurer. Because as it is right now, you can only go back and watch them at, like, the goblin question marks and yeah. stuff. And so I'm actually plotting um a friend of mine was looking for a game to play with me and so i suggested 11 and what i'm going to end up doing is i'm going to end up just piggybacking on all of their cop missions so i can watch all the cutscenes with them right because i don't remember you know half of like the entire intricate story because i did it when i was you know like uh, a decade ago almost i hate to go back to 14 but they have the deal where you can look in the book and look at all the storyline yeah. stuff that you've done in one spot, so well, yeah, I but I kind of want to do it so, like, you know, you just get done with the battle, then you watch the cutscene and stuff, right? Yeah, like that would be, you know, kind of super awesome, but you know, just uh, maybe in time. You brought up speaking of fourteen. You made me think of one other important thing I wanted to mention, um, which was that in from the dev tracker they were uh, just mentioned last week that the inventory system is getting a complete overhaul. And it sounds a little similar to 14's inventory system, where they're calling it the wardrobe, where you have... It sounds like slot-specific. Nice. They had talked about um, a mannequin inventory system a long time ago, um, where you could almost have, you know, like a group... Uh, or like a, a set of gear or whatever. Yeah, well, what they had said with this was that you'd be able to access it from, like, your... uh you're, you know, while you're out in the field, but you could also call gear to it from macros, which as On it a is single right now, line too. yeah, which as it is right now, you can't really do without, you know, Fight Club. So right, Fight Club. Well, I don't know, like you know, if we're gonna end up talking about Fight Club, Fight Club is a good way to describe it. Okay, yeah. So, so yeah. that's interesting. Lots of stuff. A lot of stuff, and, and a lot of stuff on the horizon too. Yeah, I'm really excited for Tuesday's update. Any predictions, gentlemen? Or gentle ladies. Um, I don't judge. Well, I mean, I know that they have come out and said HP will be boosted for everyone that's not a Galka, and MP will be boosted for everyone that's not a Taru. Um, <laughs> yeah, which is long so overdue. Long overdue and welcome. Um, yeah. No one's going to complain about that, I don't think. Uh, the thing that I'm interested about is the job-specific equipment. They really haven't said a whole lot about it, other than showing, teasing some little pictures of like a rune fencer with like a special sword and a geomancer with like a shiny new bell. So I had just assumed it meant like a new weapons for everybody from doing content that would be sort of like mythics, like because uh, when you think about it, the mythic system for those weapons is kind of the best system, except for one really large oversized requirement involving blue jewels. Yeah. But uh, so if it's you know complete all the stuff for certain coalitions and then go spend these points and go do this, that would be really great because then people would be doing a lot of content and if the upgrades are decent enough, then you know people will keep doing it for all their jobs. Yep. So, so we'll see. And speaking of that, 
that means since that's happening tomorrow, uh, we'll have another episode next week of Pet Food Beta. Yay! Woo. So, check awesome. it out. OnGamerEscape.com There, he did it! He did it! <laughs> oh yes. my god! Yes! Man, I had to do the intro like four times? Five, five, five times? something like that, yeah. Five, yeah. Make, sure you keep, make sure you keep that audio so that you can release it in the future because it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. From experience. You guys make it look easy, I'll, I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> like we were doing it for seven years or something. Li- yeah, go back to li- listen to episode one of Pet Food Alpha and you'll be like, oh... Okay. <laughs> Can I get like a bottle of Maker's Mark before that? Yeah. Oh, Just a I'll, I'll share it with you, bro. All right. <laughs> do we do we want to do in game or we want to say that for next time? Um, I've been doing stuff and catching up. How about you? Same. Cool. Awesome. In game's done. Wow, that was the fastest in game ever. <laughs> well, I think except maybe for the week where it's like, hey, you've been playing Sick? No. You've been playing Fusion? No. You've been playing Shin? No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that sounds uh, exactly like her. Right? That's good. Now you're fired. Or something of that effect. <laughs> Love you, Chin. Yeah. It's her fault, that curse. <laughs> I learned it from watching you. I remember when we got the two of you together, it was like, I was, <laughs> if I had to record the show, I was like, oh my, stop. I'm like, just stop. Everybody, stop talking. I need to catch up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cool. And I'm assuming we don't have emails. But if somebody did say want to email us, where could they contact us at? They could contact us at petfoodbeta at gamerescape.com. Now what about that Twitter thingy? I hear all my grandkids use that thing to tweet that Justin Bieber or whatever. I'm worried that you have grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> the game isn't that old yet. Well, almost. You know. Bieber? The Bieber. Um, well, you can find us on Twitter at petfoodbeta. Nice. And, and the best thing about all Twitter? of this, if you guys follow Pet Food Alpha, either both on Twitter and on iTunes, we'd all it's all updated now, so you don't have to resub or follow anything else. It's all right there already. So, rock and roll. Nifty. It's an expansion pack to Pet Food Alpha. How's that? There you go. I like to, I like, I like continuation. Continuation. I like continuation. Because the spirit is still there. Expansion it's, pack sounds kind of messy, actually, if you start to think about it. Nah, the first expansion still took less time than, you know, for Cates to come out, so well, yay. Right? Does that work? Sure. Why not? I'll add, I'll add the laugh track in. That's cool. Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well... Like um, the 1980s uh, network television Ethnic Kiss soundtrack. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. Okay, what? I'll I'll send it to you. Okay, it, it, so there's this uh, video going around where like people made this. <laughs> I knew he was going to okay. do. He was it's, gonna awesome. do it. it's the end of the show. We're able to do this. You can edit it if you want. But so there's this um, CD that's like you know it's like for an infomercial for a class or something. And so it's like, hey, here's all these great soundboard sounds. It's like 150 different soundboard sounds, and they're all like examples from you know television or like the early 90s and like, late 80s, where it's like, oh, the interracial kiss, like who sounds like. I'm going to shut up now, because you guys didn't tell me to, so your fault. Shut up, Joe. It doesn't there do any good anyway. Yeah, kind of late. It's always too late. Right. So, should we just redo the contact info thing, because I kind of messed that up? Uh, no, it's, it's good. I'll, all right. Yeah, it's good. We did it live. 
Um, hey. I, have an, I have an automatic Joe editor if you want to use it. Just like automatically edits all of his stuff out. You can probably just mute, like, you know, my track that's going to <laughs> too. Like, it's not like I contribute anything to this. <laughs> hey, we love you, Joe. Hey, hey, Fusion X. Hey, what? If people are interested in hearing more about Final Fantasy XIV, where can they find out more? Same website you get this show from. Same Crystal Gamer, Time, same Crystal Channel. Same website, two, different tab. If two Final Fantasy XIV podcasts. We have Aether Eye Radio, and then we have our Lorecast which talks about lore, as you may have gathered from the name. So lore if you're playing 14, check it out. When does the lore cast uh, come out with the new stuff from the most recent update? Because there's stuff that I've been looking for, in particular. We don't do stuff right after updates. We do Lore is a little different. Okay. Well, sorry. Oh, you, your, your people <laughs> can you call my people. If you paid attention to the site, you would know that, Joe! <laughs> But why would you need to? You're only doing a podcast for it, right? <laughs> All right, I think yeah. we're, I think we're done. I think we're yeah. done. All right. Well, thank thank you guys again for for joining us on Pet Food Beta Episode One. Um, and uh, look for and us it was next a week. Pleasure. It was a pleasure being on the show, and we leave it in your capable hands. <laughs> uh, capable hands. That's cute. That's, that's why we changed the name. Uh, I see. I got it. Okay. All right. Well, that's it. You've been listening to Pet Food Beta, and uh, see you next time. Bye. See ya.